We have a saying around here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, no brains, no headache. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, boys. What's up? What's up? Damn, son, where'd you find this? Welcome to No Brains, No Headache Podcast, episode 130. I'm Jordan Weichel, an entrepreneur and podcaster from Bismarck, North Dakota, and I'll be your host today. I'm joined by fellow podcaster and optimist, Matt Cleary. On today's show, we have an interview with Scott Lastro Lopez as we pay tribute to those who have served and continue to serve in our military, including our recurring guest. We hear about the latest festivities in Austin, Texas, and all the college football games Last Row has attended as of late. Then we get a foreign love story during an Afghanistan tour and the moment a tobacco addiction was started. We finish up with Mini Helmet Fantasy Football Week 10 results and we pick our lineups for Week 11. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Hey, if you are entertained, please consider following us on all social media platforms for extra exclusive content we share in between episodes, which drop every single Tuesday. To make sure you don't miss any of those new episodes, hit that subscribe or follow button for some mindlessly entertaining comedy. Episode 130 of No Brains, No Headache podcast is the NBNH media production. Let's get it on. Okay. Let's party. What's up, dudes? <laughs> All right, so we're talking about how much of a shitty fucking soldier I was, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Dude, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and we're going to hit the ground running. We're, we're rolling. Yeah, all right. Joined by Scott Lasro Lopez. Oh, shit. What is <laughs> going on, again. everybody? Feels Veterans good. Day. Feels damn good. God, I am the worst veteran to have on this show, which makes me the best. Exactly. But, but before we hop into all that, how uh, how's your year been going? Dude, pretty sick. Got a new new promotion at the job. Traveling still. Going to a lot of UT football games and uh, hooking up with college chicks that like, it's kind of weird, but kind of fucking cool, you know? It works. Dude, I've, I've had a few people come up to me at UT and they're like, you dude, like, like, like fucking college, like freshmen. Like, yo, you took a picture with my mom like last year. Can we take a picture together? <laughs> and I'm like, that's kind of weird, but also like, fuck yes. That's, that's pretty legit. Also, Let's who's your mom? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, show me a picture of your mom. <laughs> God, I, I love mom. Dude, same. I wear a, I wear my short, I have like, like short shorts that say I love hot moms on them. And like hot moms will just walk up to me, take a photo, exchange numbers, do whatever we do. But <laughs> pretty fucking sweet, dude. It worked. It was a banger in Nashville. It was fucking awesome. Nashville moms, they got it, dudes. Uh, how is? Did you go to the UT Alabama game? Yeah, I was devastated there. Yeah. So, dude, I was at the last row doing my thing, like talking shit to Bama fans because like, you know, I, I get the cheapest seats, right? I don't, I don't go to the last row to the best spot. I go to the away side, but talking shit, having fun. And I'm walking around, taking photos, slapping with a slapping babies, kissing hands, whatever the fuck that term is. 
that whole thing. And all of a sudden, Texas is like, yo, we're, we're about to win this. We're coming back. All we need is like a field goal or whatever the hell happened at the end. So we're ready to storm the field. The whole stadium is down at the first section, ready to storm the field, take the goalposts off, do that whole thing just to be crushed the last second. You guys should have just done it anyways. Depressed. (laughs) We should do it anyways. It's like we were close. Whatever. We're already down here. (laughs) Yeah, dude. That's that's actually a really good idea. But if enough of us did that, I was just like, dude, fuck it. We lost, but let's storm this field in pride that we almost won. I, I mean, just like get it together. It's like win, lose, or draw. We're taking this bitch down. <laughs> what? Where is Bam? Is it? Is Bama Tuscaloosa? Is that where it's at? Oh yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, a bunch of UT fans would go up to the Bama people and be like, "How do you spell Tuscaloosa, dumbass?" <laughs> <laughs> As a joke, you know. Like Dude, they probably couldn't spell, spell it. From. Yeah, well, most of them like were like cool with it. They're just like, oh yeah, T S G. They would just fuck around with it, you know. But dude, that was that was such a fun game, and I was super upset and stormed the field. When even though, like, yeah, now looking back, I still should have. <laughs> no one would have done anything. I would have been too depressed to like stop me. You'd be like, who's this guy? He or must be the, a part of the team. You're the only one that does it, and you just get decked by security. <laughs> I mean, it could, it could, it could have gone like any way, and any way would have been pretty good. Yeah, no, the whole thing, the whole thing was fun. And whether I got murdered by security, like I would have got my bail like posted or something, you know? Maybe the the, the, the team would have rallied if I got arrested and helped me out somehow. Okay, go fund me to get Last Row Lopez out of the clink. Yeah, from from the last row to the first row of the jail cell, you know. You just gotta charge the field like you do in uh, paintball and just yell Wolverine, <laughs> dude. Paintball. I, that was like a weird joke last time I was on the show. Like, oh yeah, I'm like I'm, I was back into watching it, and now I fucking started a team. But we're all a bunch of alcoholics, so it's not gonna go well. But it's still pretty fun. So, do you drink before you paintball? Good question, dude. Before and during. So yeah, it'll re- be. You gotta reload. Dude. You just have a flask. Dude, we're we're doing that. Uh, we're gonna film that video tomorrow, where we have like in our little packs. We're gonna have beer and we're gonna chug them. Last person to finish that chug of like it's gonna be like two beers worth has to run across the field shirtless while we all shoot at them. So that's if you can't chug hurt. your beer fast enough, oh, it's gonna suck for that dude. Not that's all we though. really do. Oh fuck! Now I'm gonna crush it, dude. Like I literally, I I, I just get really drunk and then and play paintball. It's pretty fucking fun. What what have you been drinking lately? What's your drink of choice? Uh, Bush Bush lattes, dude. Nice. I got, I got, I got I Bush Light Apple here. Case. Dude, I never I haven't seen that all fucking year, man. I don't know if it's just not in Texas or if it's not where I'm at, but I haven't seen a single Bush Light Apple all year. Well, there's there's two things we get in North Dakota: blizzards and Bush Light Apple. Dude, fuck that. It's like 52 today, and this place sucks ass. Uh, we got like 22 inches of snow yesterday. Not exaggerating. A hog amount. It fucking sucks. Like, if you saw something 22 inches long, what would you say? Holy schmoly, that's a log. <laughs> that's what I'd say. <laughs> well, maybe, poor guy. Maybe throwing a what in tarnation. Like <laughs> well, let's give our listeners just a little bit of context. We obviously have uh, Last Bro Lopez here. Matt and I met this gentleman 
Um, a little over a year ago, we were down in Austin, Texas, taking in a Texas Longhorns game. We were walking around, and we came across our, our new friend here. And then he also joined us for episode 80 of No Brains, No Headache podcast. So everybody can uh, check that out. But we wanted to have you on, obviously, for uh, Veterans Day, because apparently you served in our fine military, and you were the best soldier there is. Is that correct? Yeah, dude, you wouldn't know by looking at me because I I gained like 30 pounds and I have a mullet and like three extra chins, you know? <laughs> so like I'm the most non-veteran looking vet and I wore like flip-flops and booty shorts. Uh, no, actually you, know? you look pretty par for a vet. Do you remember Lieutenant Dan? Yes, dude. <laughs> and that's a compliment. He gets laid, okay? Oh, that's a new thing. I got a... Speaking of Lieutenant Dan's legs, I got a Hillary Clinton tattoo on my leg. You guys didn't see that last time we met, but that was pretty cool. What? Why? Uh, it was free. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, the audience won't be able to see this, but I'll show you guys real quick. It's just right there on my thigh. Oh, my. That is straight up. That's her school picture from um, years ago, and it is on your thigh. Is that an Instagram post? It's a Twitter that says happy birthday to the future president. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dated like October 6, 2016 when she was running against Trump. <laughs> now, so I got that tweet. It was free. I, and I was I, like, that must have I'll taken fucking like fucking it. six hours. That's pretty deep. Dude, it was, it's, it's legit. You can look at my Instagram. It's like, that's a pinned thingy on there. But it's only like three and a half hours. Dude. The guy's a fucking menace. But uh, yeah, I got that Hillary Clinton tattoo. It's kind of funny. So and it, and it works out great. Like if I if there's like a, a conservative, it's like what the fuck is that? I'm like it's Hillary Clinton, bro. She sucks, and they're like fuck yeah. And if it's like a liberal, I'm like oh she's just like my favorite person on the planet. And so I just I just work both angles to try and get laid. <laughs> Basically, what happens because there's no hiding it, dude. It's just it's fucking right there above my knee. I mean, you have the ultimate icebreaker on your thigh, and you have it worked out where it works out both ways, no matter what. That's genius. Exactly. Yeah. But dude, how do you? It's, it's, well, it's it's, it's kind of weird because it'd be like if you're trying to explain to a hot chick that you're a liberal, and then you have a giant Texas tattoo on your other leg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rare breed down here. <laughs> yeah, I was conservative. Now I'm not. You know, in high school, I, I I was I moved to Austin. Now I'm now I'm a liberal. Or whatever. You know, yeah. I'll make something up to make it work. I, I moved to Austin. <laughs> now I'm a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I did that like two weeks ago when I met this teacher at a bar and like it's like five in the morning. It's like an after hours bar they have here. And I met this teacher. Within five minutes, she's like, "Hey, do you want to do MDMA?" And I was like, no, I have to go somewhere. You know, I got to drive home still. I can't be rolling on whatever the fuck that is. Um, but she saw my tattoo and I had to like explain like, oh, yeah. She's like, I'm a huge fan. She's like, well, that's so, so bold of you. And we hooked up last night. <laughs> got her number that night and we hooked up last night. She came home after work. It was pretty sweet. Can we, can we just back up a hair? You said uh, this was a teacher. Now, what kind of teacher are we talking? Uh, dude, preschool. Okay, preschool teacher um, offering the hard drugs. Is it the stress from their job is why they do the, all the drugs? Or what? what is the reason? I would imagine so. You know, she was on another planet when we met, so we didn't really go too far. Um, I didn't really ask her stress about her job. She talked about God and shit out of nowhere. 
just like typical, like I'm tripping out. I want to get weirdly deep, but like spiritual and her consciousness levels and shit like that. I had to pretend I was in there with her. Let's, let's, let's like, like back this up even more to give a little bit of a breakdown. You have Hillary Clinton, Mm -hmm. God, MDMA, and then you banged her. Yeah. Like you know, <laughs> okay, a few weeks, okay. a few weeks later, I had to like, yeah. you know, find the, like, oh, she's sober now. Like she doesn't know who I even am, which she didn't. She totally forgot I existed. She she thought I was in a metal band. And I'm like, that's not. You probably talked to some other guy too. <laughs> and I was like, I was the guy with a mullet. She's like, oh fuck, you're that guy. So it took like a couple of weeks of like, hey, let's hang out. Now that we're both sober, we can actually communicate. But no, it was like, Hillary Clinton. I was, I forget what I was probably wearing my Texas shorts. But still, like flip flopped up. Those are good six, shorts. Sixty degrees outside at this bar at five in the morning. Well, I mean, it's That's nice you wear cool. the you wear the short short shorts, so it's like there's no surprises because your dong is basically out at that point. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's weird. Depending on the short, you can see the mushroom itself, and I'm like, fuck, that's kind of weird, dude. <laughs> like, I gotta be careful where I wear them because I'm like, there's children at grocery stores. Like, I don't want to have like, the, the actual tip where you can see like the thing, you know. <laughs> The wave, if you want to call it that. Well, we met you at like nine in the morning, and you were already pretty shit faced. So respect. Yeah. Oh, dude, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do best, man. This is a veteran episode. You know, that's what we do. Yeah, like thanks for your service or whatever, but you were wasted at nine a.m. on a Saturday. Congratulations. And, and if you, if so, if I didn't know who you are. And you said, oh, yeah, I'm in the army. I'd be like, okay, this guy lives in a militia like 40 miles out of town. <laughs> I mean, what's what the, the point of serving? An army will kill your family. <laughs> what's the point of serving if you can't get drunk in the morning, you know? <laughs> that's like, you know, dude, like, do you like stolen valor? And I'm like, why not? If it gets you late, like, that's the whole point. Like, fucking steal a valor, bro. Get it. Get your Starbucks for free, man. Hell yeah. Freedom of speech and shit. Where my, where the uniform? I don't care. You, the you know veterans have it better than the handicap. Closer parking spots. Oh, dude. My fa- speaking of great thing. I actually wrote that down. I love going to Lowe's and parking in like the veteran handicap spot. Just just in case there is an actual handicapped veteran, like they have to walk a little bit further because I took their spot. You know, and I see a guy with like one leg. I'm like, ha. I took your fucking spot, dude. Spot, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. I had, to, I had to walk to you limp a little bit further. And I'm just like totally fine. You just That's go it. sit and park in the spot and don't <laughs> like go in. You just watch and wait. Oh, dude, I'll, I'll people watch. I'll bring my little like George Foreman grill and just cook at Lowe's. Lowe's has a, a great Halloween selection, I will say. Great Halloween decor. I know we're past that, but really good stuff. Why does someone know that? That no one is. should. No one should have that information. Well, you, Why do you, you know should go this? shopping at Lowe's. <laughs> Dude, I actually went to Lowe's like two weeks ago, and I was looking for mouse traps because I had this mouse in my basement, and I was looking for a person that worked there. And of course, I couldn't fucking find someone. And then I finally found this dude who was like unpacking shit, and I was like, "Do you have a mouse traps?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna want to go over to the kill wall. It's like right by the fertilizer." And I'm like, oh, this guy definitely makes bombs in his basement and killed his wife. Dude, <laughs> that's also super. Are you guys considered Midwest? It sounds like a Midwest thing with the kill wall. Yeah, just like, yeah. <laughs> just got excited. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, bro, you wouldn't imagine how many fucking mice I've killed. You're like, all right, dude. <laughs> Don't need to hear that. Just 
Trying to leave, man. I just, I just need to spend six bucks on a couple <laughs> mouth traps and I'll be out of your hair. Hopefully never coming back here. Dude, Lowe's. Lowe's or Home Depot? What's your thing? Uh, We have just Lowe's here. We had a Home Depot, but... For, a, for about three minutes. And now the Home Depot is famous for... When it was open, they shot and killed a bobcat behind it. Yeah. And he had a house cat in his stomach. That's pretty fucking cool. So that's about the highlight of our Home Depot. And then Dude, that's, can... pr- that's probably where the uh, like the Home Depot theme song came from. Like, is your guys' Home Depot. You know how badass like, the Home Depot commercials are with that fucking theme song they got? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That came from you guys. It like, old Larry in. shot this fucking bobcat. Like, yo, we got to drop some sick beats for Larry. And then apparently they didn't Dude, donate. it was a mountain lion, okay? Oh, mountain, not a bobcat. Mountain yeah. lion's way bigger than a bobcat. Honestly, you could have told me they're the same thing, and I would have believed you. Nope, bobcats are <laughs> yeah, same, dude. Know, you know your felines. You own a cat, Matt, named Sandwich. Like, if I was out in the woods, is that like a misgender, this fucking mountain lion calling it a bobcat? <laughs> it gets all offended. <laughs> dude, there's this guy. It's like one of my favorite posts of all time. So we have like our Craigslist here. And he posts a picture, and he's like, found a dog in my shop. It's not very friendly. And he has a picture of a fucking coyote. <laughs> Yo, I got this dog with no collar. Let me know if anyone... Yeah, that, that's basically his post. And everyone was like, God damn it. This is why people make fun of us. Dude, that's so fucking funny. The balls to just walk up to that. <laughs> or the, the arrogance, or is it ignorance? Of just not knowing, like, oh, hey, look at this cool dog. Missing yeah. <laughs> a caller, not very friendly. <laughs> okay, well, we got a little off topic, but so how did you get into the military? Yeah, sure. I was that kid in school that watched, I guess, military movies growing up. Black Hawk Down was probably the... The apex where I watched it, like, that's fucking cool as hell. There's these dudes just flying in helicopters with, like, these M4s. And at the time, like, we didn't really know what M4s were. Everything was M16s. So we saw these cool guns, cool shit going on. And I probably watched that when I was six or seven, some somewhere in that area. And from that moment, I just knew I wanted to join. So when I turned 17, maybe a month afterwards, uh, I went to the recruiting station and you can, you can actually sign up at 17 if your parents just sign a release form because you're not like an adult. Uh, both my parents signed that shit, had this doctor look at my butthole, and then uh, was fucking going to basic training just like that after like a year because I had to graduate high school and shit still. But that was basically just propaganda from Hollywood. <laughs> it's like, oh, that, looks, like, that looks fucking cool, dude. And I just wanted to go like shoot some shit and – it looks cool. It doesn't feel cool because you're like you don't realize it's a lot of weight you're carrying. Yeah, one but of my like, favorite things cool to do photos. is just get hammered, drunk, and watch American Sniper. Oh, man. oh hell yeah, dude! The rush you get. Oh. <laughs> Shoot the kid! Shoot the kid! You're like fuck yeah, bro! He's got a grenade. Well, and then like the last scene is his like funeral procession, and you're like first thing in the morning, I'm signing up for the military. <laughs> And then Dude, the next morning rolls around, you're like, I'm never signing up for the military. Dude, I almost went like I almost went back into the military because I was watching that show, the TV show SEAL Team on CBS. I was like, dude, do I want to be a SEAL now? That's pretty <laughs> fucking cool. And I was like, no, I don't, don't want to go run ever. Well, I don't want to run people. anywhere. <laughs> but yeah, like, I was out I, I was out for like a few years, and then the SEAL team came out, and I'm like, 
damn, I should do that again. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, I'm too fat. I don't want to lose this weight. <laughs> I'm good. I mean, like my military uh, movie story would be that Jordan, like six years ago, told me that I should read the book Lone Survivor before I watched the movie. Yep. Yeah. I haven't read the book yet or seen the movie <laughs> because I'm holding firm to that. I'm going to read the book before I see the movie. The book's, the book's pretty dope. I, I, I did I did read that. I think, when I, was, I think I was still in high school when I read that one. But yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I mean, it helped that Lone Survivor was coming out, you know, as a movie when I read the book. So there's kind of like a time limit to it. But I couldn't, oh, put, nice. the book, I couldn't put the book down as uh, one of the best out there. So. Oh yeah, kudos to you. How long were you in the military before you're like, all right, well, I'm over this. I'm 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 gonna get out. Uh, about six months. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm like four days into basic training. No, like basic training, I knew that was gonna be a shit show. Like the there is a, there's foreshadowing in the military. You don't even know it. When you go and process, like do your medical stuff, like you have to show a doctor your butthole. You have to like bend over. And the weirdest part is. He told me to spread wider. I'm like, I don't know what that means, dog, but like, okay. So I just like really like reached in there and spread them. And that's just foreshadowing to like how the military is. Like it, it, there's a an old school, a very old school phrase called Bohica, B-O-H-I-C-A. And it's just, it stands for bend over here, it comes again. And that's basically what the military is. Um, so I did like the basic training shit. Like that was fine. It was easy. Just like no sleep. Where'd you go? Whatever. Uh, Fort Benning, George. Oh, yeah. So background, I was infantry. So I was, uh, yeah, an infantryman from when I when I signed up. I wanted to do uh, explosive ordnance disposal, but I'm colorblind. And so they're like, dude, we can't have you defusing bombs if you don't know what the fucking red wire is, dog. <laughs> like, cut the red wire. I'm like, I got you, fam. They cut the wrong one. So I couldn't be a bomb tech, which was like that was my first my first thing I wanted to do. But they're like, "Hey, you're not like you can still do infantry because you don't need to see colors. Like you're just going to probably die anyways." And I'm like, hey, that's <laughs> "Fucking appreciate it, my man." <laughs> so Spell I went <laughs> <laughs> um, It was at Fort Benning, Georgia, in July of 2013. Uh, it's like it's like four or five months. I don't even remember how fucking long it was. But yeah, it's, it's super simple. Just you don't sleep. You walk around. You talk about your girlfriend, like being in, or you, you march and you like you you sing her little songs when you're marching. And like one of them is about your girlfriend being a vegetable in the hospital, which is kind of funny. So you're just like promoting your chick being a vegetable. And then like the end of the song, you pull a plug on her. It's kind of cool. Well, you're like se- you're like 17 years old. Like, what the fuck am I doing talking about killing people? My girlfriend's in the hospital. Whatever the fuck. Did you start smoking uh, cigarettes at basic? No, dude. I wish they didn't let us. You, you weren't allowed tobacco of any oh, sort. But immediately afterwards, yes. What about MDMA? Is that allowed at basic training? Dude, it'd be a lot cooler if it did. Man. <laughs> it'd be pretty chill. But uh, no, I started smoking and chewing. No, no, uh, smoking first. I, I started chewing in Afghanistan because I fell asleep in the turret hatch. You know, like the, like the most important job. This is why I'm like the best and worst soldier of all time, right? Uh, I was up for like three or four days straight. And we're like, hey, do you, do you want to go on like patrol or like go grab like water? Whatever the fuck we were doing. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. I just got, I just, I just got in the country. 
And I'm in the little turret gutter thing, you know, just like, this is fucking cool. Pass the fuck out. Just fell asleep. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to be guarding everyone, you know? And I get woken up, like, someone smacks me in the, the leg, hands me a can of Skull or a Grizzly Wintergreen, and then a Rip It energy drink. And he's like, chug that energy drink, and then throw a dip in, you'll stay awake. And I was like, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> so that's what I did, man. And that kind of got me chewing. And I had this cool-ass puddle like this puddle stain in the turret, you know, it's pretty sweet. It just slosh around all over all the ammo and shit. But now smoking came right afterwards for sure. <laughs> you're like, like, hey, Uncle welcome, Buck. Welcome, welcome to the army dealer. Here's a cigarette. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. And they're like, you're gonna fucking learn, bro. Uh, how about sweet. how about MREs? Are any of them any good? Oh, for sure. Like a lot of them are good, but once you have them. Like we would do training exercises for like 30 days straight or 45 days straight. And every once in a while, you'd get some like actual real food. If you found like a food truck or something like there was legitimate, like people with like the food trucks that would go to construction sites, they would come to your training site and all that kind of stuff. But after eating too many MREs, they're definitely gross. You have to like mix and match shit. You know, Uh, I used to always carry just hot sauce because that was at least some sort of flavor to add to anything. So just hot sauce, whatever the fuck I was eating. Uh, they're, they're not bad, man. Like uh, maple sausage is a really good one. The ma- the chili mac is pretty good. I, I nowadays, that. nowadays, like I, I wouldn't eat an MRE right now unless I had to if I was camping. But if I went camping, there's also just better fucking food out there. <laughs> you just bring some like, hot dogs. You just, I don't know. Like, I have people that are like, oh, yeah, I'm bringing MREs. I'm like, you can also just bring like this awesome freeze dried, like really good <laughs> shit, dog. Normal food. You just pack yeah. a sandwich. Like, it's lunch. <laughs> Dude, peanut butter and tortillas is what I, is what I typically rock, both well, in the military and out of the military. Well, I mean, besides falling asleep on a turret, what was it, some other dumb things that happened to you? Oh, dude, do you want to hear about when I put my friend's penis back into his pants? Um, or no? Yeah. I mean, if you don't, if you don't want to hear it, you don't have to. Cool. I feel like we've gone too far, and we have to hear it. So these stories aren't in any particular timeline. This was a Korea. My first duty station was Korea. Uh, real quick backstory. I was 18 when I got there, and they still had, like, you work for the government, so you still have to be 21 to drink, uh, which meant we would just go off base and drink, right? <laughs> the Koreans, the Koreans didn't fucking care. Like we were Americans, we gave them money. But getting back on base, like the MPs would just fucking stand there, and if you looked underage, they would like breathalyze you or like see if you're drunk. So we're in line to get back on base. Actually, no, we're on we're on base getting a taxi back to our uh, our barracks. My buddy goes behind the line to go to go piss. He goes to piss and comes back with his dick like still just hanging out of his pants. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna leave his name out. But we're like, hey, bro, like, you should probably tuck that back in. But the lights are on. No one's home. Like, he is, <laughs> he could, he could not understand what we're trying to tell him. And the MPs walk up and they're like, hey, dude, um, this is like public indecency. Like, we're going to have to, like, arrest you. And he's just like, fuck it, bro. Like, we're partying. And we're like, hey, dude, you're going to go to jail. Like, nope. And they, they go to us who are, like, more sober. And they're like, dude, we, we, we can't just let him walk around with his dick hanging out. Like we're gonna we're gonna take him to the MP jail. I don't even know what it's called. And I was like, "Fuck it, dude! Now's my time to shine." And so I, I it's like a, it's like a, it's like a baby bird, like you know, like you're, you're cupping a bird. And I just I just grabbed his his dong and then folded it in half, like through his zipper, 
Hey, dude, it's literally like 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 mushroom tip, fingertip, fold it and tuck it. And then again, like, you know, then he had like the weird part, which I don't know why I went into this much detail. I like both fingered through the zipper to pull his underwear up past his pubes. I could have just tucked the dick in and it'd been fine. Like that's all I had to do. But no, I was like, he I don't want him to chafe. So I like <laughs> fingered, I fingered the zipper hole and pulled his his fucking underwear up past his dick. I've heard of going the extra mile, but <laughs> not in that state. <laughs> and I gave him a little pat of reinsurance, like you're okay, buddy. Like gave him a little love tap. And the, MPs, the MPs were like, What the fuck was that? And I'm like, is he good now? Like, is he going to jail? And they're like, No, but that was pretty weird, bro. <laughs> Don't ask, <don't> tell. <laughs> and uh yeah, he, he didn't get in trouble. And so we were we were we were cool with it. But yeah, that that was the thing. I voluntarily touched one of my best friends' dongs. That's what friends are for, so, right? Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. That, and I, and I've asked that question to a bunch of people. So would you guys do this to your friend, like to each other? If one of you is going to jail because your dick was out, would well, you tuck? If, would you help your buddy tuck? If it's a matter of jail or not, I would tuck Matt's penis into his pants. If we're just kind of hanging out and there's no repercussions, <laughs> I'm letting him hang. Exactly. Yeah. 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 If, if if there's no yeah exactly if there's no uh, consequence, then for sure let let it fly. And but funny thing is, since we do the podcast together, and I mean we've been friends for over 20 years, we're really good friends. But like anytime we go out with each other, we're just associated with each other. So yeah, I would definitely be approached by somebody who'd be like, um. Yeah, your friend Matt, his dick is out right now. I'd be like, that's fine. <laughs> Just make sure he doesn't bother anybody. <laughs> sleep in the stall again. Uh, do you yeah. want to just leave him there? <laughs> yeah, he's fine there. It's like usually like one thing. Like, like in Vegas. <laughs> Dude, we had this friend in Vegas. So I, I meet up with him. We were just in Vegas like two weeks ago. I meet up with uh, one of his friends. Like We're all friends. And then I was like, hey, Bryce, where's Brett at? He's like, Oh, Brett fell asleep in the MGM bathroom, like over at the MGM. But uh, we'll we'll meet up with him tomorrow. I was like, like in your room bathroom? He's like, no, in the public bathroom. Oh, no, dude. And then I was like, what the fuck? And they're like, yeah, like apparently he woke up like an hour and a half later and went up to his room. (laughs) (laughs) We had a, a Hooters opened up in Korea while we were there. And it was wow. great because the the workers there were never like actual Koreans. They were people going to school or like teaching, whatever the fuck they were doing. So you had a bunch of like Americans and I don't know, foreigners, like Europeans that would work there. But we, we would do something similar where we, we'd usually start there to get some food and beers and then, then go venture outwards. But if we had a friend who was just dead before we went and ventured, we would talk to the waitresses and be like, hey, uh, you know, Johnny's in the bathroom sleeping. We'll be back in a few hours. Just don't let him leave. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and so we just, we just leave them like, all right, buddy, we're going to be back before curfew. Well, we had a curfew policy too. So we had to do that whole shit. But yeah, we'd, uh, we'd just leave our friends places and like try and find them. Very irresponsible. We're also like teenagers and shit, you know, who cared? But if their dick was hanging out and they're about to get arrested, you would take care of it. So tuck it in, dude. Just like a baby bird. You got to scoop it back in. Life's all about balance. Do, man. So you were at Fort Benning, Georgia. You were over in Afghanistan. You were in Korea. Any other places you traveled through the military? Yeah, my major, like, I guess my main duty station was Fort Hood, uh, Texas. 
which is cool because it's like famous for a bunch of people dying and shit like that. Like uh, Vanessa Guillen, she just like she's like a she just had a, a Netflix documentary coming out soon. I think that's her name. She was like a real famous military chick that went missing and they found her body like buried in concrete because some other soldier like killed her with a hammer or some shit. Anyways, that's where I was at. It's fucking, it's pretty wild. <clears throat> but um, no, my, my main places like, yeah, bidding for training, Korea, went to uh, Fort Hood for the, the last like year and a half, two years. And then during those two years, uh, I spent like four months in Afghanistan kind of chilling, nothing crazy, just hanging out. And then uh, tobacco habits. Oh, dude, Afghan tobacco was the worst, too. If I ever ran out of, like, Grizzly because no one mailed me some or, yeah, we were just out. We had a chew Afghan skull. Fuck, dude. It's like dirt mixed with some curry powder. You know, that's, that's kind of all it was. It's pretty rough. What's worse, Afghan chew or Afghan porn? Dude, Afghan porn, I'd rate that, like, 9 out of 11. Wow. Um, it's it's pretty hot, dude. That shit nine melts still beans. <laughs> Too yeah, soon. <laughs> it's a real 9-11 chew situation. Dude, it's pouring so hot it melts steel beams, dude. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't, don't want to get... <laughs> I'll send you guys some links afterwards. Actually, if you're out there, shoot me a DM. I'll send you some, some Afghan porn. I'll Last find you the good Lopez. stuff. He's our plug. <laughs> Do you want... Uh, Goats or donkeys involved, or neither? I don't know. We're about to hit a, a depression here in the Midwest, so I'm going to go with donkeys. I'm a big donkey guy. I love getting donkey-brained in my free time and in not Yo, my free time. Dude, the th- a Yo. thing in North Dakota is donkey basketball. They just bring a bunch of donkeys into gyms, and you ride them around and play basketball. They did it once. They do it all the time. Can, I didn't even know you could ride a donkey. What I, the fuck? Never done it, but apparently... Like adults? Are adults are riding donkeys or like kids? I think it's adults. Usually they have... Like, <laughs> there, was, there was one high school that like they had their teachers play a basketball game against each other riding donkeys. You call them a mule. Um, yeah, a mule is a hybrid. Uh, <laughs> that's not a donkey. Uh, it's just a donkey. Like, that's, you can't train. Mule is a hybrid between a donkey and an Afghan woman. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I actually, a, a true story, did see a dude fuck a donkey. And also okay. a sandbag. He poked a hole in a sandbag. Or like, well, I guess dug out a hole in a sandbag and then put was a latex the same guy? No, different guy. So oh, the guy God. that was fucking the sandbag, or technically it's called the Hesco barrier. Uh, it's like the outer wall of your, like, your perimeter. Oh, um, so it's like, like a big... The pocket Have you ever watched any movie... Yeah, so this Afghan dude just like like carved out a hole and then put a glove in it and then lubed it up and like fucked this wall. It's like literally a, a wall of sand, and he just like and, had and fun with watching. It. Yeah, with my thermal camera, which was great because we didn't realize that like the whole command center can see what we're seeing. <laughs> so we're like we're like zoomed in. We're like we're literally. <clears throat> Wait, we what have is this he camera. doing? This camera's like five stories in the sky, right? It's on this big ass fucking mechanism. And you can zoom in on a dude's freckle from a mile away. They're called raid cameras. Anyways, this dude's like five feet from the raid camera. So we can literally just, we can see pube hair. Like we can see his butthole pubes. That's how far you can zoom in. Anyways, yeah, he just like started humping this fucking uh, sandbag wall thing. Glove. 
and we we uh we get like an email there's also we have like instant messenger like aim back in the day we get this instant messenger that's like um i was in cobble they're up uh, cobble you know we can see what you're seeing right and it's from like big base command and we're like oh fuck and then all of a sudden our boss walks in what the fuck are you guys doing why am i getting emails and calls about you guys watching an afghan fuck the hesco barrier and we're like sir Sir, would you like not watch this guy? Would yeah. you not watch this guy fuck that thing? <laughs> and so we yeah, kind of got in trouble for it, but we got an email the next day for whatever reason you can't fuck sandbags anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you ruined it for the rest of us. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's, it was super upsetting. Like that was all I, we shared that same sandbag. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Tuddy. <laughs> you ruined it for the whole base. We were Too like much. Eskimo. We were Eskimo brothers for that sandbag hole. <laughs> I'll never love anybody like I love that glove, dude. The weirdest, the weirdest jack off story. This is fucking wild. I'm saying this is the worst show you guys have ever done. Was a uh, we had these two sergeants, right? Sergeants are like in charge of motherfuckers. They were roommates in Afghanistan. Like one worked night shift, one worked day shift. Well, the day shift guy would time his jack-off session to when the night shift guy would go back to his room and he's like whenever i heard that door open the adrenaline would just hit and i would just come everywhere and we're like bro that's fucking weird man it's why you, weird it's why weird are you enough. proud why are you proud of jacking off and then when your roommate another sergeant comes in that's when you're like oh he's here wow <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's weird enough that it happened. Weird. It's also weird enough that the dude, like, was pretty proud of it. Dude, it, he, like, bragged about it. Sergeant, you can't be saying that shit, dude. <laughs> That's fucking weird. You're 35. You shouldn't be shouldn't be like that, man. The, the movie uh, Jarhead might be the most accurate Hollywood movie out there. Judging yeah. by these stories. Yep, yep, pretty much, man. It's a bunch of, like, really depressed guys who just beat off all the time. How many wives are getting banged, dude? It's unfortunate, but quite a bit. I, you know what? I just I'm a transparent guy. I'm blunt. In the movie Jarhead, a guy his wife gets banged by the neighbor. Okay. Yeah, that, that happens. These we have we have our veterans here who are sacrificing for their country, and as humans, we can't help ourselves but to get laid all the time. Thank you for your service. We're going to plow your wife. Dude, you're doing her a service because, like, really, when you think about it, the wives and the spouses, they're the real heroes. So if you're banging the spouse while their other person's deployed, like, you're doing this country a service. Because, you know, the best thing is, like, when you're banging, let's, let's say I was married. If someone's banging my wife, that means she's not trying to talk to me. So I'm happy. She's happy. We're all happy. Right? I don't want to hear her bullshit well, I'm like trying not to get blown up and stuff. Somebody's gonna bang. She, if she's getting her back blown out, it's all good. Those are the real heroes. You're welcome for my service. And you're welcome for their cervix, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for, for your real. cervix. <laughs> <laughs> Give them a proper salute when you're done. Like, make sure you touch the American flag on your way out. You know, give that a little wave. Of Just course. Like, I made a hero's day today. Well, man, we've taken enough of your time. So, guys, last row, Lopez. Thanks for joining No Brains, No Headache podcast. Hey, appreciate it, guys. This was uh, about as weird as I thought it would get. Um, I don't know if you guys thought it would get all about touching yourselves and wieners, but that's the military. 
So like if anyone has, if anyone wants to join, uh, probably you should probably not <laughs> probably don't join. You know, if, if freedom means masturbation and skull chewing tobacco, I'm all for it. Isn't this country beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> hey man, let's stay in touch. Maybe we got to meet up some of these, one of these days here and uh, relive our glory from the UT game. So, but until then, I uh, appreciate you coming on No Brains, No Headache podcast. Absolutely, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. And we're going to get right into Cleary's comments. Now, that's the segment where we banter about random things. I'm here with my co-host, my compadre. He's an art collector. I call him Ongo. You can call him Matt Cleary. Matt, how are you? Shit. You're shit. Yeah. This has been a real donkey dick punch of a week. Yep. We uh, experienced a hell of a blizzard here in the uh, upper Great Plains, the the upper part of them, North Dakota part of them, uh, absolutely got deuced on by snow. So here we are, uh, you know, making the best of it. But you know what? I don't mind battling the elements every once in a while. And uh, for you listeners out there, Matt and I aren't even facing each other right now. We are uh, both looking at the wall. It's really nice. But... <laughs> So, um, Jordan's not exaggerating. We got literally shit on by snow. Uh, most of the time when I say this, like, oh, it snowed, I, I'm usually exaggerating. But no, we got like 17 to 20 inches of snow. I'm going to say up to two feet. I don't want to, I don't want to go out there and put out numbers that are false. Okay. But I, what I am going to do is, is put out generalities and pretty much the entire state of North Dakota has received up to two feet of snow now there's certain parts that got one inch you know you know one inch donnied and uh now now we're here and we're over here we're at the you know what we're at the we're at the hog stage that's how many inches we got we got a hog size amount of inches here in bismarck it's a lot okay uh so seriously absolutely love it i told matt earlier he's got to invest in a a snowblower now we're always out there saying things like ice fishing are exhilarating. And I'm here to tell you people and Matt that we need to add blowing snow to the list. It's exhilarating. I mean, there's there's nothing more, you know, better than just the raw power eating up the snow and moving it from A to B. It's unmatched. And I just love the, the battle that the elements present to us every once in a while. I'm going to go into a bit of a depression after this, but first blizzard of this one. I mean, we just had a blizzard in April. Here we are early November, and we have another one. November, that is. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 I mean, it's tough. Uh, snowblowers are kind of like escalators. Somehow I'm bad at them. Um, I'm not really sure how to, like, where I'm supposed to angle the snow, and it, it just ends for all bad for all people. So. Oh, my sweet Jesus. Yeah, that that actually makes sense. You recently purchased um a weed whacker that you were pretty excited about. Not ready to take the jump to the old blow snower. Uh, the weed whacker was a gift. You know, anyway. Matt. You know what you should do? <laughs> Wait, the weed whacker was a gift. Yeah, my mom just <laughs> gave it to me. <laughs> it looked. It was new though, wasn't it? Yeah, she oh, was okay. like, "I bought this, but Kevin mows my lawn okay, now." So it was a new weed whacker, nonetheless. Not a hand me down. It wasn't littered in weeds already. Matt, what you need to do, I think, is you just need to go way over the top and just 
by a full-on bobcat. You motorboat son of a bitch, you old sailor, you. I I don't I don't hate that idea. Bobcats are really fun to use, but I definitely fucking go way over the top, like you said. You're driving along, you're driving along, and all of a sudden the kids are yelling from the backseat. I gotta go to the bathroom, Daddy. Not now, damn it. That's that's you clearing snow out, off your driveway. I originally thought it was too early to start putting up Christmas decorations, but after this, do whatever the hell you want. It's Christmas. Now this is really a, a point of focus for our. Uh, Midwest listeners, the the suburban people. Now, if you're uh, out in L.A., perhaps, or maybe New York, and you live in an apartment, you're probably like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? They're blowing snow? What is that, key for cocaine? It could be, but in this context, no. We're literally talking about a blizzard. If a blizzard doesn't put you in the holiday spirit, I don't know what will. Nothing like some Yahtzee, some hot cocoa, and shotgunning beers by yourself. I mean, it gets, it puts a guy in a good mood for a little bit, at least, before you get cabin fever. What do you think? I mean, I, I love drinking alone. I'll be the first one to say it. How how much drunkenness goes on, would you say? Uh, quite a bit. And I had this phenomenon that came up. Do you ever really get to that point of drunkenness where it's like you, are, you know what's going on, you just can't really comprehend things? I, I if, if you really want to dive into the personal drunkenness of yours truly um very hard for me to get to a point of having no fucking clue what's going on um you as you you know saw when we went to the old lake cabin this past summer i am capable of getting full-on spaghetti noodle legs and not really knowing where i am <laughs> in an outdoor dark setting but that's probably as about as bad as it's gonna get beyond some Maybe just getting ill, but no, I to me it's it's weird. I can drink all day long and I still have a sense I still have a grasp of what's going on. Oh uh, well I don't, first off. Okay, and okay. I think that's that's where we were at. I've had some time to reflect because I really haven't drank much over the last ten days. I mean went to Vegas and I figured I would need a couple days to dry out. Uh came down with a little bit of a cough that's been really annoying, so I haven't really been drinking much. And uh, it's got me thinking that when I was in Vegas down at uh, the three-card poker table when we were down on Fremont, and I was pretty lit up at this point. Were, were you doing some deep reflection at the three-card poker table? I kind of was, like, and but I was at this point where I was like having a good conversation with people I didn't know, or at least I thought I was having good conversation, but I was probably just like, Gabriel Martini? But honestly, yeah, I had no idea what I was doing, and then... This Ukrainian dealer was like, hey, you got to bet this because you could win like $2,800. And I was like, okay, well, like, how do I win it though? She just points up at the board. She's like, do this. And I was like, okay, I know I'm really drunk, but can you explain this to me? Like I'm six. It's not coming across. And she was like, yeah, points to the board. I'm like, okay, explain it to me. Like I'm three. (laughs) I was like, lady, I'm not. And then I like looked to the guys that I thought I was having a good conversation with. And I was like. And they're like, kind of, they're like, I don't know. I just kind of like bet it, and like sometimes I see people win it. I'm like, but you have you ever won it? I had like that's what we're talking about. I had no idea what was going on. I left that table with even <laughs> less of an idea of what to do. Like if I if like you put it on like the light on the table, and it's like okay, then you can maybe win this. And I was like, it's like somehow somehow we recessed our knowledge of the game somehow 
And of course, the lady was like really Eastern European. Okay, yeah, I was about to. That was one of my burning questions: How Ukrainian slash Eastern European? Like very like sentences that should be seven words. She was using like four very short words. Like you do this straight to the point. Yeah, and like I was like. She's like bored, and I was like, "Vodka, I do not like you." <laughs> like, how like, are you dealing cards right now? I don't think you understand the game because you just keep pointing at it and saying "bored." It sounds like there's <clears throat> your big board that you should be looking at. I have no idea. Maybe now you'll agree. Drinking has its benefits. You just said that. Uh, now, if you don't mind, it's time for the liquor to take effect. Gotta watch out for the drunkenness that is at the three-card poker table. Reflecting on Vegas a little bit here with uh, Matt and myself, the host of the show, Jordan. And I want to encourage all of our listeners out there, hey, if you enjoy the show, you're really having a good time with us every week. Uh, Enjoying the episodes that we put out every Tuesday. I want to strongly encourage you to just take a few minutes a few moments, perhaps, and uh, write us a review on Apple Podcasts, if possible. I know most of you are probably listening on an Apple iPhone of some sorts. So the podcast app is actually available to everyone who has that. And all you got to do is just type in No Brains, No Headache Podcast. You'll see our picture. And when you get there, make sure the first thing you do is you follow the show. Uh, you'll get that option by checking it out. And then if you scroll down a little bit, you can get to our ratings and review section. Matt, you familiar with it? Yep. Oh, thank you. So when you get down there, you can rate us one, two, three, four, or five stars if you like. Whatever works best for you. Whatever you think it is. Gator don't play no shit. And you 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 just give us what you think works best, okay? And then at that point, you can just look under that and write a review. Now... I don't want to just sit here and tell you what you should constantly do all the time. Championship. It's not a championship move, okay? That's not a power move. We're a big power move podcast, right, Matthew? Absolutely. So I just want to throw a few examples out there. First of all, we got Frosty234. Now, they said uh, Stadium Sports Bar. They were there at our watch party, so that's what they named it. They said Spun the Wheel at Stadium, Met the Hosts, Cool dudes. Gave us five stars. Thank you, Frosty234. I actually remember that guy. Huge dude. And we were giving away t-shirts. And he was like, do you have a double XL? And I was like, honestly, I don't even think we ordered any double XLs. We did have one left. He got the last double XL. Hey, we also got Sammy G42069. Now, really good name here. Um, The title of their review was Solid Comedy Pod. Five stars. NBNH keeps me so entertained on my work commute. Hey, great time to listen to it. Matt, Jordan, and Alec make you feel like you're in the room with their hilarious back-and-forth banter. Alec has been a part of the show, recurring guest a few times. Helps us out with a ton of stuff. Great dude. 10 out of 10 dudes and podcast. Sam is the best. So uh, this particular person, Sam, took the opportunity to compliment themselves. Yeah, I mean, plug, is, plug yourself. Game, recognize game. Yeah, I mean, like I just said a moment ago, we appreciate power moves on this podcast, and that certainly is um, a great power move. And I got one more for you. We got Pineapple Lover 64 
Is that sexual? I'm getting sexual vibes from that. I think the upside down pineapple is the sign that you are a swinger. So yeah. Why do I want this? Yeah. Because I want to make bank, bro. Pineapple Lover 64 bomb.com is what they titled their review. Five stars. Hey, they're short and sweet about it. They said, these guys are awesome. Great content. And then they had one explanation point and then two explanation points. So kind of just, you know, really using uh, the punctuation really well there, which I appreciate. So like I said, I encourage all of you guys to get out there. Apple Podcasts. Um, please leave us a review. Make sure you're following the show. Uh, one of the easiest ways to support a small business, and that's definitely kind of what this is, the No Brains, No Headache podcast, is recommending it to your friends and family. So uh, word of mouth is one of the best things to do. Feel free to leave us a review. If you listen on other platforms, make sure that you are subscribing so you don't miss any episodes. And, yeah, make sure you're always following us on social media. That's at NB. NH podcast. I'm gonna turn over. I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna turn over to Matt. Take it away, buddy. Okay. I know we've had <clears throat> Nick Cannon talk before on this podcast, but I wanted to give an update. Like he he's been on the podcast. No, we've talked about Nick Cannon. The dude is fascinating. Um, for those of you that don't know, I'll give you a little bit of an update. He has ten kids, expecting his eleventh, and this is where it gets great. Nick Cannon's kids are named. We'll start. We'll start out. We'll give a little bit of a breakdown for each of them. First one, Monroe. We're, we're breaking down Nick Cannon's children. Wow, this yeah, is Monroe. this is a new this is a now, new landmark. In just the just wait for it, Monroe. Pretty normal. Next one, Moroccan. That's just a race. That is golden. That's a color or an adjective type of beer, perhaps. Yep, powerful. Now, if the name were power move, we could talk. Zion. Once again, mm, relatively basic, basic. relatively normal. Yeah, basic, though. Uh, zillion, not really a word. They went with zillion. That is, wow. That's just making up a number, essentially. Uh, zen. I don't know how I feel about that one. Uh, legendary. You know what? You know what? Hold on. Let's back up to Zen real quick. How much do you want to put down financially that Zen will suffer from bipolar disorder. I'm just he's, saying. He's one of Nick Cannon's kids, so I'm going to go with... The uh, irony of the name Zen, probably going to have the most or what mental if, issues. What if powerful is just a gigantic pussy? That's what I'm saying. There's going to be a lot of irony here. Zillion, homeless. <laughs> Turned 18, immediately homeless. <laughs> 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 Zillion. Well, that's that's quite the name. I mean, Moroccan already hit it. He's American. There we go. Um, Very ironic. <clears throat> what else do we got? How how far are we? Uh, we got three left. Okay, I was like, are we only twenty five percent done with this list? <laughs> uh, legendary. Okay, I bet nobody remembers. That no, person. yeah, it's just gonna. <laughs> we play the Titans this week. Do you remember them? Nope. Couldn't couldn't point them out. Uh, Onyx. How do you spell that? O-N-Y-X. That is a Pokemon that is made of rocks. Also, isn't it like another... Isn't it like a geographical app? Yeah. Like the, maybe the hunting one? To, yeah, maybe The hunting one, yeah. So, essentially, we are just taking <laughs> progressive app developers' uh, names for their apps and turning it into our children's name. Yeah, and the last one is Rise. So, that one's going to be in a wheelchair. Oh... <laughs> My 
You blew it! I am never going to financially recover from this. Uh, another fun fact about Nick Cannon is he very much supported Kanye West for his uh, presidential campaign. Conweezy. And so that took me to another Wikipedia page. And that took me to another one, and I ended up on Donda Academy. Sometimes when I puke a shit. Donda Academy is Kanye West's like uh, secondary school where he has like a, easy. like a really good basketball team. And then so I, I did a little bit of research into it. And Yay. If you're a parent, how much does this synopsis of Donda Academy make you want to go to the school? Donda Academy, named after Kanye's late mother, Donda West, starts out. Not that bad. Is an unaccredited Christian private school where the cost is $15,000 a year to attend. That's worth it. No, I'm not an academic by any means, but when something is unaccredited, basically means you can't use it to move forward in any sort of academic. It's like the movie Accepted. where They're basically the South Harmon Institute of Technology. And you know what? Shit was pumping out a lot of really hot chicks. Oh, so yeah. I think they should have been accredited like they were granted at the end of the movie. Um, it sounds like they were going for a, a Hollywood ending here and didn't it didn't work out. It's like they were trying to recreate the movie accepted and it just they were like, man, that the last part didn't really pan out. Well, but am, la- I, am I understanding this? Correctly? Last but not least, parents must sign a non-disclosure agreement in a gr- in to register their children as a student. NDA. To get their MBA. I guarantee they just did that so that in 10 years, Netflix can't make a documentary about, like, the fire fest that was Donda Academy. Donda Academy. I don't know. Every time you say Kanye West, um, all I can really think about is the scene in The Hangover where they're seeing when Kanye West can't tell me nothing comes on. It's like a montage. It's like the montage scene of them getting all fucked up all night. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. You have any more uh, Nick Cannon slash Kanye West talk? No, that's all I got for this week. Matt, let me th- let me throw something at you. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that. Claude Van Dam. Applesauce. I actually have some applesauce here that I'm going to enjoy <laughs> on air. Oh, thank you. Football cream. It's football cream. It's football cream. Applesauce. I'm enjoying it as we're you know, recording here. Nobody tell them. Nobody tell them. <laughs> Wait, why? The kickettes are delicious. Oh, you're so close. Come on. Well, I wanted to tell the, the Deer Camp 2022 story, Matthew. I kind of already told it to you, but we have an audience here who would maybe like to hear the story. I was on a lot of... Uh, Cough medicine, so I might not remember. Yeah, we've actually been weaning Matt off of NyQuil the last couple nights. It's it's been pretty rough between the blizzard and Matt's withdrawals. It's kind of hard to get him back in the right mindset. But anyway, uh, Deer Camp 2022, I was able to successfully harvest a muley buck deer. It was a beautiful deer, Matt. You saw it. It was a biggin. It was a biggin. But it was uh, it was quite the time. I don't know if you've ever, you know, taken a, a hunt for large game such as a deer. But for the safety of myself and others, I should probably never own a gun. So no, I haven't, and I probably will never do it. Well, we appreciate that. <laughs> all all of us citizens, you know, near and dear, we appreciate that. But I was able to um, 
take it down. It's exhilarating. So basically, so far on this episode, we have ice fishing, snow blowing, and then hunting deer as absolutely exhilarating activities. I mean, imagine just putting something in the old crosshairs of your scope, and you have a high-powered rifle, and you're shooting at this thing. You're shooting to kill. Man, it's like war out there, except your 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 enemy doesn't have any 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 weapons. <laughs> your enemy is an a, a wild animal. No, not real much intellect either. Well, I mean, they're absolute beasts, but I was able to stalk a deer earlier in the day, which was really nice. I came up on a three by three. I got a little antsy in the pantsy and scared away, ran away. It was whatever. Good practice, scared away some other hunters who were trying to hunt the same land. That's pretty much a victory when hunting. You know, when like it's like it's like when you're out camping and you get to the spot before somebody else gets there and they're like, ah, man. They have to drive away. You're like, yeah, that's right. Keep driving. <laughs> that's right. Go on. You make one person go like two days early to hang out by themselves to save the campsite for everyone. Hey, uh, I know you're trying to get that really huge promotion, uh, but we're going to need you to take four days off of work just to get the campsite. Or I mean, I would do it, but I have a fantasy football draft <laughs> the day before, so what's more important? Fantasy football, dude. Are you gearing up for the playoffs, bro? It's going to be a big push. I'm not talking about podcast team. Let's talk about our personal teams for a second. In the middle of deer camp talk, are you gearing up for a playoff push? My team is an absolute bone saw. Oh my god! How big? How much of a bone? Like, is that a good thing? I have scored the most points in the league, but I'm also only five and four. You want to know who my biggest opponent is? Yourself. Myself. <laughs> Damn it! You knew that. <laughs> I could have told you that for fucking free so goddamn easily. Like you know how those hypnotists come to town and they're like. We're going to help you lose weight, or we're going to help you stop smoking them cigarettes, them heaters. We, I need, <laughs> you know what I'm about to say here. I need a hypnotist to come to town and be like, do you suck at fantasy football? Do you need to get out of your own head? And then I'm going to go to that seminar for $49.99 if you apply over the phone, and he's going to do an office space-esque wipeout on my brain. And that's how I'm going to become a champion. Did you ever hear about the guy who grew up in a Spanish-speaking household? And he's going to English school, and he like couldn't figure out... He kept blending the languages together. So his family, when he was like nine years old, had a hypnotist come in so you'd forget about Spanish. Championship! That's what that sounds like. <laughs> anyway, we got to... Uh... What were we talking about? Oh, deer camp, deer camp. Yeah, okay, we're back. And later in the day goes on. Now, I'm I'm just going to be transparent with our listeners here. But first of all, before I say this, I strongly advocate um, for hunting responsibly. Okay. okay? Don't get hammered drunk and go out there wielding a high-powered rifle. Okay? Now, we... <laughs> <laughs> the... the, the <laughs> How do I say? This? How do I say this diplomatically? We spread it out over a long period of time. Okay, 
That's 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 what I'm gonna say. Okay, we. That's what I say to my mom when she's like, "You had twelve beers last night." And I was like, "Yeah, but I drank for like nineteen hours." <laughs> there's there's two racks to a thirty rack of a bush light case. Okay, and and we made it to the second one. Okay, there was there was also some some schnapps involved. Schnapps, 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 root beer schnapps. And you know what? It, no matter what I decided, you could have all the opioids in America uh, to cure the problem. You could have tranquilizers. It could be like Matt over here and have two bottles of NyQuil in the system. He hasn't done that, but you know what I mean. Gotten close. Gotten close. <laughs> it doesn't matter, man. When you got buck fever, the heart is pounding, okay? I got next fever. Yeah. <laughs> When you got when you got Nick's fever, the heart is pounding, so it doesn't really matter. But um, yeah, sunset came upon us, and and we were running out of time because legally you can only hunt until a certain time. Now that that we I I will abide by. Okay, you know don't get ha- a don't get hammered drunk, and I was not. Was this pre daylight savings time? This was the day before. Okay, nice. So you had like that extra hour at night. Kind of, yeah. I went later. Nice. I guess. So I made a move on on a, a group of deer. A herd? Oh my god, I just I just burped. What's can you look it up? Yeah, I'll look it up. I saw a, a few deers. Deer? I saw deer out there and uh, I saw a buck. Now we made the approach with the wind in our favor and they're in a cornfield and I'm in a pasture mat. And there is there's cattle. There are, there's black Angus in this in this pasture with us. Dude, we are about to get stampeded, man. My guide, my trusty guide, was over there, you know, waving off the cattle as I'm getting a peek at these deer. Did we find out? It's just a herd. That's fucking boring. It's got a, gr- some... a group of turkeys is called a rafter. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I thought you were going to say rascal, and, and I think that's what we should name as a podcast, a group of deer. What's a group of deer called? A rascal. Flats. <laughs> Life is a... <laughs> I'm going to get another drink. <laughs> Matt is upset. Why do I want this? Yeah. Because I want to make bank, bro. I want to get ass. I want to drive a Range Rover. We weren't driving a Range Rover. We were driving a pickup truck as we were deer hunting. Is one of those for me? Yeah. God, don't want raspberry. Yeah, that's fine. I'll power through one. Raspberry tastes like the plague. Do you listeners out there ever just drink things that are just, it's just like, ah, oh, this tastes terrible, but then you like keep on having them? That's me with raspberry seltzers. And kudos on the pronunciation. Anyway, have I shot the deer yet in my story? I don't think so. If you're still with us, that <laughs> <laughs> is a highway. God, I'm gonna. Never mind. All night long, and um, I shot at the deer. I missed, and then the thing about mule deer is they're they're really stupid, and I mean that with all due respect. Okay. These these animals are beasts, but they are dumb. So Jordan, a couple drinks in, and a Shut mule, up, 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 mule deer just had a battle of wits out on the field. Yeah, it was based, like, you know that scene, uh, the final scene, not the final scene, but the final battle scene in The Patriot? Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Uh, like, 
retreat. No, they didn't. They, they ran a little bit. And then you basically just have to make a noise, and then they'll look at you like, well, oh, what's what's that up in the hill? It's like, it's a high-powered rifle. That's that's what's up in the hill. Um, I made contact. My second shot. Happy to report. Not happy to report. I missed my third shot. Happy to report. Made my fourth shot. Not happy to report. I missed my fifth shot. I'm 40% from the field right now. Where did your shots hit the deer? You know what? One one may have grazed the the gut region. Okay, I may have made some niffle soup out of out of the guts. It wasn't too bad. It was a kill shot. Okay, and then the first one hit the front leg. Okay, so everybody just needs to chill out. So you hit the deer in the gut and the knee. Yeah, the deers have knees. And they they have all sorts of things, just like us humans. But you know what, Matt? I want to see you go out there. And, and put a put a shot on, okay? The the deer didn't even make it fifty yards before it went down. I don't know what to tell people, okay? I went out there, I made I made a shot that was you know what is good enough. Like the Minnesota Vikings right now, they're seven and one somehow. <laughs> they're just they're they're good enough to win those games. And I was good enough to take down a deer, a beautiful deer, at that. I may have made some niffle soup out of the insides, but we got the deer down, okay? That's what matters, because guess what? The next day, windy as piss, time change. Why are we still doing the time change thing? It, it just doesn't make sense to me. It passed in the U.S. Congress or the House, but then it failed in the Senate. For, like, everyone? For yeah, it would have been federal. Federal. That's how you know it's legitimate. little peyote goes federal. Next thing you know, you're in the slam. Or anyway, um, I was processing this deer with my trusty guide, and it was your brother, my trusty guide, <laughs> and I had to. I put the entire torso on my shoulder, and then we were processing it in the basement of his house. This is the most. This is like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, this, this is, is the most North Dakota thing I've ever heard. Uh, thank you. And yeah, well, we wanted to be warm. Try cutting up deer and using your fingers and shit in a cold garage, a garage. My fingies and dogs were cold. The dogs weren't barking. Okay, they didn't really do a whole lot of walk. But the dogs were cold. So were my fingies. And so that's why we processed it in the basement, similar to Jeffrey Dahmer. But actually, I think about it. The dude, was he in the basement? He had some stuff in the basement at his grandma's house. Yes. So Jeffrey Dahmer doesn't apply here. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer-esque meat processing. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just carrying an entire torso of a mule deer down the stairs to the old slaughterhouse. I tell you what, there's not many feelings out there similar. Is that the end of Deer Camp? Deer Camp 2022. I did it, guys. It's a wrap. I was able to successfully house some beers and see some deers. Kudos on the rhyme. Thanks. I have a quick question to kind of finish up Cleary's comments here. If uh, your house is on fire and you were inside and you could only grab two things, what would you grab? Like, what would the fire department driving up on your house engulfed in flames see you with? Two pounds of weed. So just, you're two duffel bags. You, uh, it's something you currently have in your possession. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. But the the. The products will be of high concern if there is a, a fire. 
I would say that if a fire truck was driving up, he'd see me sitting out on my front lawn with my cat and uh, my O.J. Simpson lithograph. I mean, if I'm at the studio, I'm going to grab our petty cash. Duh. It's the only well, yeah. I'm going to grab the petty cash and then probably the Jeff Gordon biography book that I got from a garage sale. Honestly, if I'm at my own place, whatever. <laughs> you know what like, honestly, toothbrush, phone charger. <laughs> like I'm gonna treat it like I'm like staying over at a. I'm gonna get drunk and stay at a friend's house. That's how I'm treating my house outside. You're just so drunk, you grab your phone charger and leave your phone <laughs> in the house that's on fire. Just damn it. Honestly, how how often I lose my phone? Yeah, I could see that happening. Like I went in to grab my phone charger left my phone <laughs> i don't know uh what else would i grab i have i do have like one little box of just kind of knickknacks and things that i've like acquired over the years that i guess i think is kind of cool it's like a mini it's like a mini dice and like a pin like uh, and there's like two dollar bills in there you um, just like are digging through a closet and you're I like think there's where's gold? farm set yeah there's i think there's some gold <laughs> in there uh uh some pictures i don't fucking know dude pretty standard stuff i think i yeah dude my value would probably be like give me the mixer give me the roadcaster pro bro that'd be a good one give me the petty cash and the roadcaster pro everything else can just burn yeah like in reality bup, 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 bup. give me the raiders starter jacket and the kansas jayhawks starter jacket the fire department is going to see me wearing, like, four jackets. Rightfully so, because it's, like, negative three out right now. If you get picked up, and all you're trying to do is sell the fire department, like, a Raiders starter jacket. You could bring the $1 chip that you brought all the way from Vegas. Kudos, by the way. It's two fifty. Sorry, the two fifty dollar chip. Two hundred and fifty dollars. No, it is not. Okay, it's two. It's two dollars and fifty cents. But it's pink, and it's cool looking, so... Should we get into this uh, mini helmet fantasy football? Let's do it. Hey, hey, it's you, McMuffin. You've been pinching loaves on the lawn, man. I play croquet out there. It's mini helmet fantasy football time. We're going to go over the week 10 results between my team versus Matt's team, my co-host here with me. Then, as always, we're going to pick the lineups for week 11. We're recording on a Monday night as we usually do here for Mini Helmet Fantasy Football, get a fresh segment out there for the episodes out every Tuesday. Matt, we were talking about this a little bit before we got started. Monday Night Football losing its luster thoughts. I think they should flex a good game into Monday Night Football. Here's why I'm not liking it. I, I did the old try to get ESPN+. Plus. That gets you virtually nothing. You can watch, like, the 30 for 30s. I'll have a rant about it next episode. Tune in for sure for that. And it's like, okay, now I have to go to the bar? No, after the Bills-Vikings game, I'm not going back to the bar for, like, two weeks, you know? Ha- did it in pretty well, and now it's Monday Night Football. I have no interest to watch this game. I just hope I wake up tomorrow and, and the Eagles lost. I just hope I wake up tomorrow to a notification that's like, you won $6,000 on DraftKings. I don't want to wake up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that too, but All right. goes well, without saying. I'm, you know, notoriously bad at fantasy football. I don't know what's going on. I must just be, it's just wearing and tearing on me over the years. I have declined 
in a quality fantasy football play. So let's see if that continues here with mini helmet fantasy football. My normal team scored 84 points. Now there's more than four players. Let's see if my mini helmet team can give my normal team a run for their money. Uh, you scored last week 50.66 with the team of Aaron Rodgers, Jamal Williams, Mike Evans, and Tyler Higby. Okay. Um, I scored a record-breaking low of 32 fucking points. Who did you have on your team? Davis Mills, oh Travis Etienne that I misspelled, DK Metcalf, and Dawson Knox. Didn't work out for you? No. Was it the quarterback? It was everyone. They all played terrible. Didn't my quarterback, Rodgers, have at least three touchdowns? I don't think I did the math right. Well, I, I sure hope you did because you're the commissioner of the league. Oh, no. I, scored, I don't want to be here now. I scored now. 42 points, but it's still a record low. And I still lost. Wow, that's embarrassing. Can't do simple math, also lost. This is good, though. I really needed this uh, victory. Like I said, the fantasy plays uh, just not going so well. I did have a few DraftKings lineups. They're at the very bottom of. Of everyone. That's always fun when you do a DraftKings and you look and you're like in dead last out of 23,000 people. Like, How is this possible? Yeah, it's like statistically possible. Like, that's not possible. There's a guy who didn't fill out his lineup who has more points than I do right now. I'm just saying, you know, needed a victory there. We tied it up 3-3. Three to three. Yep. All right, three games apiece. We're going to go ahead and not waste any time. We are going to pick... Or lineups for week 11. I don't want any more bullshit any time during the day from anyone. That includes me. And I got to go first here as the as the winner, correct? Yep. All right. As it works, people, <laughs> excuse me, if you're new to the game, we got all mini helmets representing every football team in the NFL. We take out the bye weeks and Monday night games because, well, it just doesn't work that way. We need to take those out. And we have to fill out our lineups. You pick a team. Then you pick your position and player. What you draw is what you get. Let's get right into it. Team's not on the table this week. Dolphins, Cardinals, Jags, Bucks, 49ers, Seahawks. It's tough. That's tough to see. All right, I got the Dallas Cowboys. Boy, um, I really I don't know what to do here. This is it's an easy pick. Do you think it's an easy pick? Yep. I think the Dallas Cowboys are... Not a very good team. They play the Vikings afternoon slot, Sunday game. I'm gonna check out the old depth chart here. You know, I've learned from the past, and I have the information right in front of me at my disposal. Cowboys coming off a tough loss, you know, against um, the the old Packers, the Green Bay Packers. Um, I guess I'll go with C.D. Lamb. Yep. That was... I guess. I don't know. I'm not a, too excited about it. That's a pretty good pick. He had a monster week last week. Okay. Just, did last week points translate into this week's? Better than what, what the fuck my team did last week. All right. No Texans. Oh, fuck. I got the Falcons. Yikes. That sucks. Never know what the Falcons are going to do. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Pitts will have a good week one week. Corduroy Patterson will have one. So your pick is going to be... I'm going to go with... we got the Atlanta Falcons. 
Let's see. Who do the Falcons gotten on the old? Uh, they take on the Bears at home. Okay, yeah. Bears in Georgia. They're gonna air that one out. So I'm gonna go with uh, Kyle Pitts. Okay, Matt's going with the old T E to start. Now strategy is pretty huge in this game. If you listen to our matchups in the past, it can go really interesting. Sometimes you can pick what seems like an all-star squad versus a scrap squad. And, and then and Justin Fields can break six Bears records. Yeah, Matt goes with Justin Fields. I gasp, and then I lose. <laughs> it's a good pick. All right, we got each got one. I went with the wide receiver. Matt's got the tight end off the board. My next team is, okay, and I got the Green Bay Packers um, yet again. Now, they're looking to, they're coming off of snapping um, their their losing streak. And now they're looking to go on a winning streak. They won one last week. <laughs> if they win one this week, that's called a winning streak. It has happened before. Now, I went with Rodgers last week, and that's going to be the play again this week. They play a Thursday. I hate Thursday games, but I will respect the Packers. I will put respect on the Packers uh, as a Vikings fan here, and you can never really count them out. They had, like, every player on their team pretty much injured last week. They rallied. Christian Watson has three touchdowns. He had four, four catches, and three of them went for a touchdown. Yeah, I also have a rant coming up about that. So, uh, And he really, did a straight backflip. In Really excited about that. I got Rodgers. I got C.D. <coughs> Lamb. Team's looking good so far. Matt's got Kyle Pitts, and he's looking into <laughs> the sock. Into the, yeah. Oh, the Panthers. That's weird. Pull out your favorite team right after you look in the socket. Jordan, I don't know if you know anything about the Panthers this year, but we're not good. What are you talking about, man? I'm going to go rallying. I'm going to go with DJ Moore. Baker's back. They're going to air it out. DJ Moore points for Matt's team is, is the strategy here. Um, not much to say. DJ, we couldn't find a trade partner more. Panthers play the Ravens. I'm predicting a shutout. Ravens 27, Panthers 0. Honestly. I was on the Panthers wagon earlier this year. I checked my Twitter. I said they're going to be in first place in the NFC South. Not too far off. That one game happened, and they lost, and I went from, yeah, maybe we could sneak into the playoffs to let's turn the stadium into a parking lot. All right, I got the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> now... This is a tough pick because... you got two solid options with what you have left. Because, uh, you know, I already feel the quarterback position. Jalen Hurts would probably be the obvious pick here. And and then A.J. Brown, obvious pick for wide receiver. I've already fucking filled that spot. God damn it. What the hell? Um, So it's going to come down to the old RB position or the T.E. spot. Oh, boy. The Eagles this next week, I tell you what. They are playing, not that this matters at all. Okay, they're playing the Colts. Indoor stadium. Miles Sanders. Final answer. All right. I'm just saying F it to the tight end position. Had a really good choice there, and I just (laughs) said said no thanks. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty easy. Like, oh, I can just go with Dallas Goddard. He had like seven catches for 82 yards last week. Yeah, you're, you're caught up on this last week stuff. I got the Rams. Man, um, you got a shit squad over there. Yeah. It's, 
Running back or hurt Matt Stafford? I'm holding out for Travis Kelsey. What were you saying? If you get Travis Kelsey, I'm just going to... Okay, the Rams play the Saints in New Orleans. Um, it has to be a shootout, right? Can you just go with Sean McVay? Should we just allow you to pick Sean McVay? I'll take Aaron Donald. <laughs> Is my we'll, running we'll back some sort of defensive player <laughs> stat line? Um, uh, I'll take Daryl Henderson. Matt was not prepared for the Rams there at all. I I was really considering playing the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire music championship. But you know what? This is a championship game. We're all knotted up. Three matchups apiece. We got another pick here, and uh, it's this is. This is textbook mini helmet fantasy football, people. Matt's over there getting these teams not great necessarily. <laughs> and then I'm over here. I got star-studded power, and this is a trap game. This is a trap game within mini helmet fantasy football. All right. Kansas City Chiefs, here we come. Here we come. Where are you at, son of a bitch? I marked it. Just put it in sharp. The, put it in the microwave before. Okay, I got the uh, Raiders. Now, there is a positive about this. I know that Darren Waller is Waller. out. <laughs> out for the season. Wait, what's the positive? <laughs> makes my decision just a tish easier. <laughs> I mean. Oh, they have Fre- Fred Morrow or whatever. He actually had a decent week last week. Not really. Foster but- Morrow? Yeah. Why did I say Fred? You know what? I'm just going to punt on the tight end position. And can I do the first ever adopt the fullback as my tight end? Yeah. Uh, Jacob Johnson. Now that's J-A-K-O-B. And next week when the Raiders have a one-yard fullback uh, dive for a touchdown, you guys will all be thanking me. I know this is going to come up next week when I'm scoring this. I'm going to look at him and be like, who the fuck is Jacob Johnson? (laughs) Uh, it doesn't matter. Jordan beat me by thirty. Honestly, anyways. this is this uh, death chart that I'm looking at could just be like that's what they started at the beginning of the season. This guy's been cut and re-signed like four different times. Oh, great! The Colts seem to always come up. In yeah, except, yeah, except for I don't have my running back position open, so I have to go with Matt Goddamn Ryan. Oh boy! Hey, he had a hell of a run. He actually had a decent week last week. I don't know, Jeff Saturday, they're playing the Saints or some shit. I don't know. All right, Matt, go through your lineup real quick. I have Matt Ryan, Daryl Henderson, DJ Moore, Kyle Pitts. I have A.A. Run Rogers, C.D. Lamb, Miles Sanders, and then, hold on, i got to look it up. It's the fullback that I adopted in my tight end position. Uh, We made that rule change a few weeks ago. Please don't yawn on the podcast. We made that decision a few weeks ago, and now I'm exercising my right to bring uh, Jacob Johnson. Welcome to the team, young man. Let's wrap up the show, shall we? That's our show this week, episode 131 coming up next. You can follow us on social media at MBNH Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And if you like the show, you can review the show. Head on over to Apple Podcasts, open up the app, click on No Brains, No Headache, scroll to the bottom. Hit follow, hit write a review, hit five stars, send it on its way.
This is a freestyle to top of the dome. Here we go. And I do it again, 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 again. I do it only once. Again, 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 again. I do it only once. I go down that river slow to the place I shoot like Carmelo. I'm living my life and we go hard, floating on the river and